Hey friends, I'm Laura Malone and I'm obsessed with all things coaching, self-coaching, life coaching, specific niche coaching, all of it. For 20 years, I've been a traveling, homeschooling, full-time ministering, multi-passionate mom who finally decided to take the dream of starting my own business off of that top shelf. I realized that what I'd been doing all my life was called coaching. Then I found out it could be both ministry to those around me and a business blessing. Now I'm sharing everything I've learned over the years as coach, entrepreneur, and imperfect human who's still in process. I'm inviting you to my table laid out with a feast of spirit-led strategies, tangible tools, growth God's way, and clarity about your callings in life. So get ready to become the hero in your own story and an amazing guide to others. And now, enjoy the show. Hey friends, as promised, we're talking today about how to begin your week and your day with first things first, what I use for my time management planning and process. So this is part two of the time management episode from episode number 36. And I don't think that you can get anywhere without seeing where you're starting from clearly. And following through means that you need vision to see, you know, what you're trying to get to. What's the end goal? What is point A and how do you get to point B? So this leads us to this question. What is your current planning process? What do you use to have time management operating in your life and in your business? Because I know that you are, as a listener, you're probably not going to take time to stop this podcast and think about what I tell you to think about, because I'm also a podcast listener and I don't generally stop my podcast listening to answer and dwell on the question that the podcaster is asking me and telling me to consider. So for you, I'm going to give you some questions that are yes or no answers with a couple seconds to actually answer them for yourself. And then I'm going to tell you what to do with that. And as we progress through the rest of the episode, you're going to know where you're starting from and where you want to go. So question number one, do you currently have a time management plan in place? Yes or no? Answer is simple. There's no in between. You either do or you don't. Number two, do you use any kind of project management system? And while using it, you get great results. Yes or no? And number three is, do you feel like you're clear about what you need to be doing with your time throughout the days and the weeks? Yes or no? Number four, do you believe that you've got this covered and you're wondering why I'm listening to this episode? Is it even going to help me? Because I'm a master at getting things done with no overwhelm. Yes, that's how you think. That's what you feel or no? (laughs) So if you heard your brain answer no, I would say to at least one of any of these questions, then that is where your point A is. Let's go with the no that you had as your point A. Either no, I don't have time management plan and process. Or no, I don't use a project management system with great results. Or no, I don't feel like I have clarity. Or no, I don't think I've got this covered. (laughs) Any one of those knows, that's your point A. 
So the end of this episode is your point B, knowing how to put a time management planning process in place and personalizing it to make your own. That's where we're going. So in the, um, the show notes, there is a tool that you can download linked there. And I do recommend that you stop and pull that up on your computer or print it out whatever you can do, and like actually walk through it with me. And if not, then go ahead and listen to this episode and come back around to this episode when you're actually sitting down with that tool in front of you, the first things first tool, FTF, okay? Now, where we're going is that ultimately your vision for the horizon is that you want to know how to organize all the things that are in your mind, get clarity, create a strategy, and produce results. And if you want to have your own coaching business, you're going to need to know how to do this. Because I was a stay-at-home mom for so many years, just working from home, traveling. My greatest strength being flexibility became a liability when I started my own business, right? I needed to be giving myself more clear direction and deadlines. But when you work for yourself, especially when you're a very adaptable person and you're movable, and spontaneous, then when you try to stop and actually create discipline, it can be really difficult. Um, And it was, it took years for me to figure out that actually having deadlines and a plan was good for me, but I needed it to kind of formulate and come up out in a way that felt truly mine and not like all of the gurus tell me to do. I don't wanna do it their way. Their ways don't usually work for me. And I'm a very modify, modify person. If it doesn't work for you, tweak it. The, nothing's in concrete. And again, that is a strength that is mine that can become a liability when it's overused, wrongly used, or used out of the right timing. Anyway, let's move on. Be, um, I wish that I'd had, yeah, a coach. 10 years ago, who could show me how to leverage my flexibility when I needed it and build strength in other areas like the planning and commitment for the times when flexibility wasn't needed or as valuable. But you'll want to discover along the way where your strengths are um, and find where those strengths become a liability for you in certain areas. Also, for some people who don't like to plan, Um, If you feel like that ties you down and cuts back on freedom in some area, especially if you want freedom and fun, learn to plan those things in your life first. Recognize that when you plan everything else around the freedom and the fun or rest, whatever it is you want, you actually gain more time. If you want more time for your family, put that down first and let everything else fall around that. Now, there is free time to be had, but you'll never find it without a plan. You're always going to hear in your mind that you just don't have time for free time, that you have no free time, that it just doesn't exist. So plan what is good and lovely and fun first and then plug in the other get it done stuff afterwards, okay? Change your mindset around it to ensure that you get a Sabbath rest You have family time, meet time, friend time, workout time, reading time, um, and then put the other stuff around it. Learn to work when you feel fresh and creative. If that's in the morning, the afternoon, the night, whatever it is for you, do that. Take a coffee nap, 
or a coffee snap, I like to call it, from 2.20 to 2.30. That means drink a cup of coffee and then set your timer and go to sleep for 10 minutes, okay? I wake up, everything's working. Uh, If you need to exercise after the kids go to bed because that works best for you, do whatever meets your personal needs. Stop working against yourself, acting like you're supposed to follow guidelines or do it somebody else's way or the whatever way that the, you know, the best-selling guru tells you to do it instead of your way. Start, I always say, copy and contextualize. So do what somebody else suggests, even what I'm saying here. Start it, but then contextualize it to your life. Tweak it as you need to. You might not get all of it done perfectly, and if you don't follow the calendar or the process perfectly, relax, okay? Give yourself some grace, or you'll lose the in, the enticement, the excitement, and ability to keep moving forward. Your calendar, your calendar, um, not the calendar, we're not straining green beans today, your calendar, it's not made of concrete. And it can be a helpful navigator But don't use freedom or flexibility as an excuse to not make a plan and then not progress. That's another area of self-leadership you just need to practice. And lack of results is not always a time management issue and doesn't depend always on the calendar or platform or tools that you use. It really goes back to PEARL, remember P-E-A-R-L. Paradigm, emotions, actions, results, and legacies all tied together. And it goes back to what you believe about yourself and what you believe about your value and worth. Time management is about trusting and respecting yourself and becoming a committed person learning to follow through. So deciding that what's on your calendar gets done is what you need to do because you just have to grow into being the person who says, I'm doing it because it's what I do. It's just what I do. It's like me, I get up, I brush my teeth, I make a cup of coffee. Nothing stands in the way of those two things. I always brush my teeth before I drink my coffee, but I always drink coffee. So brushing my teeth has to happen. It is just what I do. It is a habit. I want it that way. And I get up knowing that is the first step, (laughs) no matter what else comes my way that day. Everything else that you want to be a habit has to become like that. It has to be that mindset wrapped around it. And like a friend of mine says, make it 1% better each day. Give yourself 1% more to this habit each day. Make that your goal. Don't don't try to get 100% tomorrow. That is a farce and you'll never get there. You know, honestly, what if you did get 100%? You're still not going to be satisfied, human What's next? Shooting for 200%? No, you're just going to still want to be more and more, better, better, whatever it is. So just go for the 1% tomorrow because that is a doable action step. I believe in you about that part. So your time management has less to do with lists and digital or paper calendars. Project management has less to do with Asana or Trello or Airtable. All of those things are just tools. It's really your trust and belief in yourself, your respect and honor for boundaries and decisions, and your conscious commitment to you and your business that determines your time management and planning ability. Underneath the tools is just you. So here we go with this incredible tool and process that I call first things first. You're gonna wanna take notes. 
I really recommend downloading the template from the show notes. Um, go through them while listening. You know, you'll get some extra points and likely greater results. So number one, step one, I'm actually going through a printed da- printable download um, that I have in front of me. First page is um, what I call Mind Castle Cleanout because we're going Sherlock Holmes on this step. So this is where anything hiding in the drawers and the closets and the cabinets and the libraries and the back rooms of the castle, Mind Castle, they all get pulled out and put on the table for you to see. So you have to begin a habit every, this is what I say, every Monday morning, begin a habit of looking at all the things and deciding if there are anything that's, um, you know, counterfeit goals. Okay. You have to make sure that you have true goals in mind that really matter to you. And there are things that you really committed to things that you know, you need to do, not just believe you should do, but you're never going to get to them. And the things that you put on your calendar, they have to make sense for you to be doing them. So get rid of the stuff that don't make sense, that have no impact or takes you in the wrong direction or will actually hinder you from being fruitful where you need to be growing, okay? Take everything out of your brain in this mind castle clean out and make it external so you can see it. Because when you can see it, then you can actually begin to think and feel and process and take action on it. It's like on your computer when you have too many apps and tabs open, the battery dies quicker and you're not even really sure that it's happening because it's all in the background and you don't really see the battery draining and you don't know what to do about it because you don't even realize how many open things you have going on. And then you have to, you know, zoom out, let all of the stuff on your computer be laid out. I think on like tablets and iPads and things like that, you can swipe up so that every app that's open you can see all of them in one place and just like scroll through them all or maybe you've done it on your phone where you look at all the tabs and um your browser that you have looked at my husband usually has like hundreds of tabs that he's never closed out and he has not looked at them in years it's it's kind of crazy but all of that it's like having those things open in your mind that you don't even need anymore, but you've never closed them out. You've never reconciled them and gotten rid of the ones that aren't needing you or you don't need. So you've got to lay it all out so you can see it and bring organization to it. So on this page, it it says for you to list all of your projects and tasks that are hiding in the rooms and closets and drawers of your mind, and then draw a line through anything that you determine is counterfeit to your true goals. Now you can use the front of this page, the back of this page. You can print out multiple page ones. You can do all of this on a computer document or a notebook piece of paper, whatever works for you. But the the worksheet's there for you just to kind of see an outline of how it works. And it's free, so just download it and see what you want to do. At some point, I would love to make this a fillable PDF. I'll let you know if that gets done. Now, you also need to go back to last week's calendar once you start getting this going and you need to see what didn't get done. If anything on your last week's calendar didn't happen, you have to add that to the the mind castle clean out because all that stuff is like an open tab that you didn't finish, right? You definitely don't want to lose them, you know, you to off to the universe where like socks and Tupperware lids go. So add them back on 
either at the clean out stage of this process where you're listing it on page one or even into the list they actually belong on. Um, sometimes, since life just happens, if I don't get something on my calendar done, if I'm looking at my calendar and I see it, I might just go ahead and move it from where it was to a place on like next week's calendar where I think it might work. And then when I add everything new to the next Monday morning, I work around it or move it around based on the new knowledge I have. And that leads us to page two, which is organizing. Okay, we're gonna categorize everything from your little brain dump into three lists. So the things that really matter from the first page are going to get organized. And there's on this um, page, it, it says to list each page, sorry, list each project or task, leaving out the counterfeits, the things that don't really matter. They're not your true goals. You don't really need to do them. So take them off the list, get them off, keep them off the calendar. And then circle which list they belong on. So there's letters L, M, and B. L stands for the little things, and those are projects, those are really tasks that take one to five minutes to do. And the middle things, M is for middle things, and that's going to be anything that takes five to 20 minutes to do. And then B stands for big things, and that's anything 20 minutes plus, okay? You're going to take this page, you're going to write everything out that is on your list that you need to get done this week, and you're going to circle L, M, or B because you're actually going to think, is this a two-minute task, a, a you know five to 10-minute task, or is this a project and I need really 20, 30, 60, 75 minutes? That's fine. Put that on the bigger task. And maybe sometimes the things that you are doing aren't based on, they're not going to go on a list based on how many minutes you think it'll take, but maybe it's a bigger energy task or a bigger energy project. Maybe it shouldn't take that long to get done, but you know it's going to take a lot of your energy, which usually translates to it taking a lot more time. So after you do that and you've got the real list now laid out and you've categorized the real list into little, middle, or big things, you're going to flip the page. And anything that is a little thing, anything on your little thing list, it's going to go on the next page that actually says time framing for little things. And you're going to organize them. You're going to decide upon a reasonable time frame to accomplish them. You're going to honor decided you, the person on Monday morning making the decisions and putting them, deciding how much time something takes and putting it on the calendar. You're going to remind yourself to honor decided you by sticking to the time frame decided you chose, okay? So pages three, four, and five are, first of all, the little things, and you're going to give it a time frame. It actually has on the line a place for you to give it how many minutes does this actually take. The longer you do this, the more used you'll get to knowing changing a light bulb. Okay, that's going to take me three minutes, mostly because I just got to go find the light bulb, but I know where it is. So your um, get the laundry out of, you know, do the laundry. You know that's going to take you um, 20 minutes just to get it all together, get it started, and switch a load, right? So those are maybe Saturday things in the evening, in the afternoon things, not necessarily work things. But work things, the little things that, that come with my work stuff is 
just do a little tidy up of my, my desk. Wipe it down, move everything. You know, that's going to take me five minutes just to throw away the sticky notes I don't need anymore and wipe everything down with like a Clorox wipe or Meyer spray, whatever you're doing, you know. Or maybe I just need to take five minutes and revamp my whiteboard calendar for the family or um, I'm looking around, you know, sharpen all my pencils. I'm a pencil girl and I have my sharpener and my pencils right here next to some very cool pens and really pretty scissors. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my one to five, my little things for work. Maybe shoot a quick text or here or there. Those are little things and they're all going to, I'm going to group them together. All right. Now the next page is the same time framing page, but it's for middle things. Anything that takes five to 20 minutes and the next page time framing for big things. And that's your projects, things that are going to take 20 minutes or more. All right, now you're going to, um, as you move things from the castle clean out list to the organization from page one to page two, I want you to simplify the name of the task or the project. So if on, on the first page of the mind castle clean out, you dumped clean out the middle drawer in the bathroom under his sink before Thursday. Okay, if you wrote that on the clean out page, simply recall, like rename that to <coughs> bathroom drawer <laughs> and put it on the middle things list. You know it's going to take 10 minutes to do that. Your mind will remember which drawer you need to work on when you get to it. But it was fine to dump it all out and say whatever you needed to say on the first page, clean it up with whatever language. But I do encourage you that as you move forward from page to page, simplify, 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 okay? Use less words. Let your brain breathe. And then you're going to break your list into categories. Keep it simple. You can make two categories, you know, one for personal, one for professional, or you can break them down further to the topics that make most sense for you. So for me, I work... Um, I have work broken down um, into computer work and desk work. So all of my tasks and projects, you know, I look at them from a computer work and a desk work. Those are my two main places of working. Computer work for me is anything like content creation, emails, research, etc. Desk work is when I'm writing things out by hand, like write, writing a thank you card or story mapping something on post-it notes. Um, or maybe going through like a physical binder or book, or I might even be using a Kindle app on my iPad to read something and take notes on it. So basically desk work is anything that happens when my computer is closed. So I have two categories for work, and then I have everything that's not work simplified into home and personal. So home is anything fixing, cleaning, meals, kids, and then personal is something like, I need to buy a birthday gift or meet up with a friend or go to an appointment. Some of these are on my little things list. Some are on the middle things list, depending on the amount of time and energy that they require. And on the little things list, I encourage you to put all of the things like refill the windshield wiper fluid, tighten the screws on the cabinets, etc. You know, like the list for that will become a placekeeper for all the little things that you, you don't need to all put them all on the calendar at one or two minute increments. So it's a little bit like batching, taking a bunch of small things and giving yourself 20 minutes to get them all done. So at the beginning of the week, make the little things list an actual task for your calendar. Tally up everything on your little things list 
and say, how long is it going to take me to do all of these together? Is that like, is it 10 minutes to do all of those little things? If I actually gave them my focus, is it 20 minutes? And then put that on the calendar, even break it up into multiple 10 minute or 20 minute things, put it where they fit best. So Saturday morning tends to be when a lot of people who work a Monday to Friday work schedule often just naturally feel inclined to do these things for home. You put it wherever you want to put it. Um, It doesn't always fall on Saturday morning for me. So just all of the things that as you're going through your house, put those things on your little things list and then um, do the same thing for work. There are little things and that for work for me, I need to do my little things on a daily basis. For home, I usually, you know, have a little things list that gets done once or twice a week. Um, then you make a medium things list and that's everything that's five to 20 minutes for like, uh, life logistics, like bill paying, meal planning, um, shopping online. Some of these things can be done together and will take 15 minutes to get them all done. Or maybe like for you, meal, meal planning needs its own 15 minutes this week or 30 business-wise. Maybe the middle things means write out an email to this segment of people or research um, something that you want to create content around. And big things are the projects and tasks that are going to take 20 minutes or more to complete. So like exercise, intentional prayer and meditation, playing a game with the kids, you're getting ready in the morning, driving an hour to pick something up, go to the grocery store, etc. You know, business stuff is going to be, you know, 30 minutes for a project, 60 minutes for a client call, 45 minutes for recording an episode and editing and publishing, 20 minutes for creating an outline or a template for a client work, something like that, okay? These are just all some things that pop off the top of my head that I know that I'm I'm confronted with. These are things in my life that go on my list and on my calendar. So it's going to be a little bit different for you. But as a, as a content creator and a coach, I suggest that you keep a list of um, all the topics of things that you would like to research. Because as a coach, you need to be constantly learning. And as a business owner and a coach, you become a content creator for clients and to gain clients. So research is going to be part of your life. And you need to have it on what I would say is a middle things list. Don't put it on the big things because if you give yourself, remember Parkinson's law, the work will expand to the amount of time you give it. If you say, I'm going to research, research something for 60 minutes, you put that on the calendar, goodbye. We're not going to see you again. We just lost you to the cloud and the universe. We don't know where you're going. If you're like me, you cannot. I cannot get tell myself I have an hour to research something. I will literally get lost and never want to come home because when you research something, it'll take you to one thing and take the next thing and take the next thing. And then it's really just too much information, too many options. So give yourself, I say research needs to be on a middle things list, five to 20 minutes. <laughs> so like if you need to research the uh, OODA loop, like I did, you're going to add it to the middle things uh, list in the computer work category. Well, I knew once I got into it that I'd give it 15 to 20 minutes of my brain time. Um, but at least, but I needed a cap on it. But if I was researching how to put the pool timer on, maybe I only need five minutes. So that would be on my little thing list in the home category. 
And, you know, I, I know that one's going to be a quick one, or at least I hope it would be. And while we're on the subject of list making, I use an app on my phone to keep lists for everything. My mind knows that there's a specific place and process to help me remember what I need, especially as I get older and have so much on my plate. And also post-Rona brain, <laughs> I'm just able, unable to remember in the bedroom that while I was in the kitchen, I thought about needing the piece of paper on my desk. So instead, I stand in the middle of the bedroom wondering why I'm there. And honestly, when did I get here? How long have I been standing here? Now I try to say out loud what I need in the kitchen to help my brain process it and keep it around longer and even repeat it or sing it while I walk into the bedroom. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I realize that how much time I'm losing by just standing in a room staring at the curtain, curtains and trying to backtrack to find out what I knew 30 seconds ago. So my to-do app has a list set up for every store I shop at and what I need goes directly to that list. And then I have a today list and that orders all that I need to do today and the order that I need to do it in, um, including places I need to go. So when you're done with the list, you throw away the mind castle clean out list and the little middle and big things lists, they get thrown away after everything is on the calendar. But in my phone, on my to-do app, I still keep like my shopping list, my party planning list, whatever. That's on my phone. But my to-do list is the only one thing that keeps my um, my app connected to my calendar. So I can have everything in one place on my phone without actually looking at my calendar and trying to figure it out. My to-do list uh, app helps me actually organize it, prioritize it, and click it off and say, yes, I've done that. Yes, you know, I've gone there. So the time framing is you're just looking at was what it is that needs to be done, how long it's going to take, and what you're going to give to it. So on those little things, big thing, middle things and big things, those lists next to the minutes, you're going to give each item or list a, um, a realistic time frame. And you're going to take a moment to have an internal discussion about what it's going to take you to gather what you need, get to where you need to go to, and do what you need to do. Don't skimp on this time, but also don't give too much time either. And as you do this, you're going to get really good and fast at knowing what things are little, middle, and big things. You're going to know that when you see that light bulb is out, it's going to be a little thing. And you'll know that the household little things to get done on Saturday morning at nine, you put that on the calendar. So throughout the week, you're not going to spend time thinking about the light bulb because your mind will know it will be taken care of. It knows, even if it can't remember what day it's going to be taken care of, it your mind knows it's on the calendar and you don't have to think about that right now. It doesn't have to keep that window of the castle open, right? And wasting the energy of the air conditioning that's running if castles have air conditioning. So the next step after the time framing is putting everything on your calendar. Rearrange if you need to and do it digitally first and sync it wherever you use things, you know, your Google calendar, your iCloud calendar, um, whatever you need to do, sync it and then put it on a whiteboard or paper calendar if you want to, but nothing stays on a list. It all goes into a calendar. Nothing stays in your head. 
because the brain isn't supposed to be a cloud and storage system. It's an operating system. Okay. So when you see a block of time on Saturday morning that says little things, you know that all of the little things on your list will get taken care of in that hour. And the rest of Saturday and the following week will have less mental distractions because those little niggling things won't be taken up space. I will say, if you struggle at this point to put things on the calendar and tear up your lists, this is why I think that might happen. You likely don't think you will follow through. And here's why. You don't believe that you're going to look at your calendar and do what it says. Mind you, you're the one that told the calendar what to say. You're not, you don't trust yourself to lead you well as you schedule things and keep to it. Or maybe you struggle with FOMO, fear of missing out by committing to the time frames and the things you put on the calendar. Maybe you're moved by other people's needs and wants, and you just don't know how to take the time for yourself to do things and get results. Or you haven't learned to set and keep boundaries. And maybe you're not even aware of what the task will need time-wise, energy-wise, and you also still don't believe you have time. I'm going to tell you what, these are all things you need to deal with personally. They have nothing to do with time and everything to do with your paradigm. So pearl them with the pearl practice and then grow on, okay? When you wake up in the middle of the night, this system is going to help you stop worrying about the email you need to send the next day because you already know there's a time frame that is set aside to do exactly what needs to get done. And you're going to be doing it. So you can peacefully fall back to sleep. And personally, I try to fall back to sleep with a smile on my face on purpose when this happens, because I love, love telling myself, hey, self, uh, it's just not the right time to be thinking about this. Tomorrow has its own worries and cares. So let's wait till tomorrow to think about that. God made nighttime for rest. So let's give that the focus and remember that that thing is on the calendar. So we're not going to forget about it. And then smile. All right. The next thing is trash canning. You're going to throw away your dumps, your brain dumps, your, your clean outs, all your lists. If it is not put on the calendar, it is not a priority. Every day, put what is on your to-do list into your calendar. Every week, put what's on the list into the calendar. You will get a thousand more things done and feel so much satisfaction without all of these things looming in your mind and the lists that are giving you decision fatigue. So there's not actually a page for these things inside of the the worksheets, the download, okay? The calendar rising, putting everything from a list onto your calendar, and then the trash canning is throwing away the lists. So there's no work to be done on the um, worksheet for that. But the next, the last page moves into what I call internalizing. And that's where you list anything that you feel rising up when you look at these tasks and projects. Are there fears or resistance, um, procrastination or worry rising up? Do you feel like there's a hindrance to getting any one of them done? So you're gonna think about why are you really resisting this thing? Or what do you really believe about yourself? Why are you overworking or under delivering to yourself and your life? Commitment to yourself is the goal. So 
learning to commit to each hour of the day and letting that be part of your self-respect is is so valuable. And if you're resistant or fearful to any about any of the parts of this process, I recommend purling it. And that again is the pearl practice that I introduced to you in episode number six. So walk yourself through a pearl practice on a post and start by asking what emotion are you trying to avoid when you're faced with the idea of this task or project? Are you wanting to avoid feeling trapped or deprived or feeling overwhelmed because you know, you're looking at this dump of your brain, or maybe you're feeling afraid, some fear that if you see it all laid out, you're going to feel hopeless because you won't know what to do with it. And let all of that flow through the pearl by looking at what you're thinking and believing that's leading you to this emotion you feel. And when you feel that emotion, it's causing you to take action, even in action. So do you get busy cleaning the bathroom? (laughs) Because that's only going to get you results in the bathroom. Do you lay down and take, or like take a nap um, or pour a drink? That's only going to get you one kind of result and it's not the result you want that leads to a legacy. So if you want to have a storyline that takes you and your business and your clients and your family somewhere, you've got to get the results on a daily basis to create that. Those results are a culmination of the actions you're taking. So go through the pearl practice with anything that you're resisting or fearing or procrastinating about, um, and then turn over the post-it note and lay out the legacy that you want and walk yourself backwards through the results that you need to be getting to have that legacy, the action you need to take that would get you those results, the emotion you need to feel to take that action. And finally, the paradigm shift you need so that you believe and think on what's going to produce the emotion you need to feel that makes you take the action, that gets the results daily, that culminates in the legacy you desire and deserve. The last part is personalizing this. So let decided you give I don't wanna you (laughs) direction, okay? I just say like there's decided you on Monday morning, but by like Thursday afternoon after lunch, you become, I don't want to you, right? So on Monday morning, write out some quotes and reminders and prayers and scriptures and the things that you know about yourself that you're going to need to read on Thursday after lunch when your gumption is wanting, waning, you know, it's like, I don't feel like it anymore. So write that out in the personalizing and as you use this tool, Think about how you can make this work for you in the best way possible. Are there other skills or tools that you have or know of that could dovetail with this process? Take what I've given you and make it yours and give yourself what I call guided grace. Now, every day, look at your calendar and let it guide you. And if you tend to live like I do, you you might experience a, a lot of like, I don't feel like it when you get to one thing or another. Give yourself grace, but also remind yourself that at the beginning of the week, a very smart decided you made a decision for the I don't want to you, okay? And first things first, you is the boss of the I don't feel it you, (laughs) okay? Like, that's all I can say. You have to decide that Monday morning, first things first, decided you is the boss throughout the week. 
So when I don't feel like it and I don't want to, um, whenever that you shows up, let Monday morning decided you lead you. And at the time of writing, I would say like at this time of writing out the episode outline for this, I had multiple moments where not feeling at me just started shouting, hey, let's think about dinner or, ooh, remember that idea for another episode you had? Let's go work on that. But I just keep telling myself right at those moments, nope, this is what I do. This is what I said I was going to do right now at this time. So it's what I'm going to finish. I'm going to do it well. Right now is the time for me to work on this episode. So I'm going to finish it, finish it well, and future me will be grateful she doesn't have to come back and do this without inspiration. And inspiration is a beautiful thing. And I say enjoy it when it visits. But remember, it's not a consistent friend. So when it wants to steal you away from following decided you on the calendar, remember that life must go on when this selfish friend isn't around. Because inspiration is a friend that shows up and flits around your head and whispers in your ear and invites her friends FOMO and whim to come over too. But she's not a dependable source of direction, nor is she meant to be. So enjoy when inspiration visits, but don't let her become the boss of you or your time. And at the moment when you realize that you didn't get something done in the amount of time you gave it, at the time the calendar said, you are making a conscious decision to keep going or to move on to the next thing on the calendar. So you need to stop when it's time to stop. If you said you've got 45 minutes to finish this project and there are consequences of stopping in the middle of it because you didn't finish it in 45 minutes, then you learn from that experience and you time it better and you work better next time. You become more efficient because you realize, wow, but I said I was going to move on to another project or a middle things, something or other, or take my lunch and honor my body and its needs for food and nourishment. So I have to do that. I'm not going to work through my lunch. I will have to add finishing this project to another time frame on my calendar rather than usurping the rest of the day because I didn't finish this in the allotted time I gave it. Otherwise, you're robbing the next thing on the calendar and you're swimming in the Nile and not being true to, uh, true to yourself and like you're not honoring your decisions. And we're almost done here. Long episode with a great tool. So one last thing, it's going to take you time to get used to this process. So when you're sitting there working or you're making dinner and a thought slides into your head that you didn't get something done or you're not able to remember if you put a certain thing on the list or the calendar, etc. Like, just don't despair. Remember to grow in grace about all of it. In time, as you make this practice a habit, you're going to see fruit. And know that when a seed is planted, it starts shooting roots downward and fruit upwards. And what grows out of that seed has to first push through soil. It has to experience resistance So whatever is growing in your life will face the resistance of whatever is in the way of it. And the soil is in the way. So it's going to get moved. It's going to get pushed on. It's going to get pushed up. Let it and help it. Don't resist the moving out of the way of the very things that want to, you know, could hinder your growth. Expect resistance 
and move through it, grow through it. So I know that you've been listening to me teach about all of these things, but if you feel like you need some help pulling it all together, that's what the greenhouse course is for. So it's where you can bring your questions and personal needs to me and your peers and really solidify skills and your coaching strategy. So we have one week left before the summer of 22 greenhouse course begins. So you only have a few days left to jump in and get rooted in this coaching calling. So please join me and let's get growing together over at sterlingandstonementoring.com forward slash the greenhouse. Talk to you next time, friends. Are you ready to become a hero in your own story by investing in yourself through life coaching? Are you looking to become an amazing guide to others by becoming a coach or up-leveling your current practice? Then check out sterlingandstonementoring.com to see how we can work together. And don't forget, it's really easy to say thanks if any of this free content has been a blessing to you just by leaving a quick written review over on Apple Podcasts. And thank you in advance.